0: do please ensure you take a bulletin. There's an item which um, was too late for the bulletin, and that is that during Lent we'll be running a um, a Bible study course on the uh, seven last words of Christ on Tuesday evenings. You know the words that he spoke as he was being crucified. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, and um, this day will be with me in paradise. Um, So we'll cover those over the six Tuesdays in Lent. Uh, If you'd like to attend, please sign up on the uh, sheets that are on each of the the exits to the church um, because we'd like to order a little study book for each of you. It's just $10 and it enables one to reflect uh, on the study that one is doing. Reminder that as Lent begins on Wednesday, we have Mass on Ash Wednesday. It's not a holy day of obligation, but a beautiful day to begin Lent and... I encourage you to attend with your families. Mass here is at 10 o'clock in the morning and 7 o'clock in the evening with the distribution of ashes at the Masses. It's also a day of fasting and abstinence. During the Fridays of Lent, there'll be stations of the cross at two times, uh, 3.30 in the afternoon. I thought this might suit some of the seniors and maybe uh, families as well. It might might coincide with when they're... uh, and collecting their children from schools. But also, seven o'clock in the evening, again, if that suits your family and your children, then come to that as well. And the seven o'clock in the evening stations of the cross will be concluded uh, with benediction of the Blessed Sacrament. Very pleased to see uh, the knights uh, today um, all turning out together for their uh, corporate communion. Wonderful collective sign of their um, dedication to the church and the de- desire to to uh, receive communion all together Here I am looking for my notes I wonder if I left them at Northland Oh well, I'll have to do without them You will get a homily, don't worry Mike And it's not one I've cribbed from the internet either Whenever I do a good sermon he says, where'd you get that from? Which isn't very often. <laughs> well, here we go. We have a wonderful example of faith today and what happens when, when there is an encounter with God. If you look at the prophecy of Isaiah, what do we read about in that vision that he has? Heaven opens and he sees the seraphim and they are shouting to one another, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, the earth is full of your glory the earth not heaven, the earth the earth is full of God's glory that's amazing isn't it, worth thinking about every single word of scripture and sometimes the words that are not said earth is full of your glory and what's Isaiah's reaction woe is me I am a man of unclean lips and I live amongst a people of unclean lips that's his reaction when he is a given a glimpse of the vision of God, I have seen the Lord, my God. What happens when those words are said? We read that the, the room shakes, the doors shake, the room is filled with smoke, hence we use incense at mass. The glory of God is there, but he is conscious of his sinfulness, of his unworthiness, because he knows That God just doesn't appear like that with no consequence. God has appeared to him for a reason. He's going to hear a call. Whom shall I send? The Lord is asking. We read in the Gospel today another encounter with the living God, this time without that such great you know, glory, if you like. But Jesus gets into Simon's boat to teach the people and then tells him to cast the net for a catch. And in the face of that huge catch of fish, that miraculous catch of fish, Peter, filled with faith, is conscious also of his unworthiness. Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. That's how we should feel when we come into the presence of God, which we do when we're at Mass. Later on we will say those very words. We will join our words to the words of the seraphim and all the powers in heaven. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. I hope the church doesn't shake too much. But there'll be some smoke with incense. And when we come to mass, we acknowledge our sinfulness. The mass does not begin at the altar. It begins away from the altar. We only approach the altar, the priest only approaches the altar. After that common confession of sins, we have confessed our sinfulness to God and to one another. And we need purification before we can approach the altar. And what was it that purified Isaiah? There were coals brought from the altar. And with those coals, the and the angel touched, touched Isaiah's lips I wonder how that must have felt that cauterizing, purifying, burning coal upon his lips and he's told, there you are, now you have been made clean and he responds, here I am Lord, send me we come to receive that purification, coming unworthy as we are, but knowing that this is is where we are meant to be. Jesus does not depart from Simon when Simon says, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. He says, Don't worry. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. Jesus does not leave us even if we come into his glory now and we are aware of our unworthiness we might be tempted to say the same Lord depart from me he will not he wants us here he calls us here but he calls us for a purpose because he wants us also to respond as Isaiah did here I am Lord send me he wants us also to be apostles as he called the apostles Simon Peter and James and John and the other apostles to be fishers of men and we come to Mass and we come to the altar. And it's not coals that are purifying us. We have a far greater gift for, for us that purifies us. This Book of the Gospels is placed on the altar before it is carried in procession to, to the ambo to be proclaimed. From the altar we receive a purifying word of God so that our lips may be able to proclaim it. No, the priest says prayers during the Mass, which you don't say, to remind him of his own unworthiness. Before he proclaims the Gospel, he prays, Lord, cleanse my heart and my lips, that I may worthily proclaim your Gospel. And in the extraordinary form of the Mass, the form which I say here on a Thursday evening, the older form of the Mass, those words are expanded to include reference to those burning coals of Isaiah. Lord, cleanse my heart and my lips as you cleanse the lips of Isaiah with those burning coals and vouchsafe that I may be thus prepared, fit to proclaim your gospel. And at the end of the gospel, when the priest kisses the book of the gospel, again he says words which you do not say. He says, through the words of the gospel may our sins be wiped away. There are other prayers he says quietly in the offertory saying how humbly we come before the Lord, that he may, in spite of our sinfulness and with our sins forgiven, accept the, uh, the gifts that we offer on the altar. So we receive this purification from the Word of God, and of course there is a further, even greater gift that we receive from the altar, which is the very body and blood of Christ itself in Holy Communion. And that body and blood of Christ passes through our lips and should be there to cleanse us and purify us. It should burn within us, you know. When we receive Holy Communion today, we might pray for the grace that those those burning coals cleansed and purified Isaiah's lips so that he would proclaim the, the Word of God to those to whom he was sent and that he might be able to respond, here I am, Lord, send me. We might pray that as we have the body and blood of Christ within us in Holy Communion, that he may burn within us ardently with a purifying love and inflame us with that desire to go and proclaim the Gospel so that we might hear him calling from within us, whom shall I send? And in Holy Communion today, each of us might be able to respond anew, here I am, Lord send me." Because, you know, the word mass comes from the word mission, missio, I send. The last words of the mass, in fact, are 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 what tell us what the mass is called. In Latin, ite missa est. Missa is what the mass is, so we call it mass. Go, the mission is, the mission begins that's what ite missa est kind of means really go, now the mission begins go, now we are sent and we are sent from here having received the body and blood of Christ with God's blessing from the priest as he dismisses the people then we can go on that mission each one of us is sent from here in a mission and you know this mission is very much uh, in keeping with the, the year of faith that we are keeping in the new evangelization, which we are all seeking a greater commitment and which we are praying for every time we come to Mass before Mass with that prayer for the new evangelization. We, are, we, are being pray, we, we pray that we may be commissioned once more. And those words that our Lord addressed to Simon Peter, launch out into the deep, duc in altum, were the words with which Blessed Pope John Paul II inaugurated the third millennium calling the whole church, once again, to a new evangelization, to go out into the deep, throw out our nets for a catch, do the impossible, obey. You know, when our Lord told St. Peter to cast his nets out, it wasn't because he had pity on him and his partners there, they'd been fishing all night, night. they hadn't caught anything, he said, well, you know, let let me send them home with a catch. And St. Peter knew that wasn't the reason why Jesus commanded him to send to to put the nets out he knew it was something greater and he knew there was going to be a response there and a call to himself be a fisher of men. that's why he, he pleaded with him depart from me yeah. and we are also called in the same way and in this year of faith in this new evangelization we are called once again by our Holy Father, Pope Benedict to launch into the deep to do what might seem impossible to obey the Lord, and there will be a catch. And it's not that difficult. And we have opportunities here in the parish to engage in that new evangelization. We have the Catholics Returning Home program taking place at the moment, which is an opportunity for each of us when we encounter someone who perhaps has not been for a while, we miss, is we not stopped coming to Mass. Invite them back to come along and if they would like to share why maybe they've been separated from the church for some time. We invite them to give the church a second chance. It could be with your family or your friends. And this program will run two or three times a year so that the invitations can be repeated. And should someone not respond at the first time well then maybe the second time or maybe the third time. Just last week I was in the store, one of the stores in Marquette there doing my shopping and I wasn't looking very priestly because I'd just come from checking out the uh, uh, ebon ice caves there and so I was in my jeans and boots and all the rest and as I was getting some produce at one place I could see out of the top of my eyes someone else looking over at me kind of look of recognition and I was thinking oh dear I'm so bad at names should I know this person? And anyway that person came over to me and said, hi, Father John. I said, oh, hello, forgive me, what's your name? And they told me, I said, and then I knew exactly who they, who they were. Now, this person has not been to Mass since before I came here, so I don't hold the blame for them not coming. Um, but, you know, it was, I was struck by the friendship. That person knew me, and once they introduced themselves, I knew exactly who they were. We had a very friendly conversation. And later on, as we were doing our shopping, I saw them again and so I went over and just said, look, we do miss you um, We'd like you back, you know, we do come back There is this Catholics Returning Home Programme taking place And they said, oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the signs around, you know, I'll, I'll, I might do Now, I haven't seen that person at any of the three Masses I've celebrated uh, so far this weekend and I don't know whether they will come back now Or maybe next time, or ever But at least we can make the invitation As you know I've been having therapy for my uh, broken finger And there's a a nice young lady who's giving me massages and everything and getting it to work And we've entered into a little conversation I noticed that she was expecting a child And and she's not yet married but she's engaged And uh, she's a woman who believes, she's not a Catholic but engaged to be married to a Catholic they hadn't seen the priest at the cathedral and now they are as a result of that conversation that I entered into with them You know, these are invita- occasions that we all have just to, to initiate a conversation with someone and to invite them back It struck me of late how funerals are an occasion also to invite people back and after the last, we've had quite a few over the last few days, as you know, the last couple of weeks. And there's such a wonderful ministry carried out by so many people. The choir who give up their time, the servers who come along, and all they, they all contribute to a more solemn celebration of the Mass which gives greater glory to God and also is a fitting uh, way of offering our prayers for the one who's died and for lifting up the family and relatives in prayer also. Then the auto Society, who lay on such wonderful hospitality, words fail me in terms of how to how to acknowledge that adequately. But it's all a ministry to those who come to us to know that they, we care about them and we want and we 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 want them here. And been a couple of occasions of late where people have said how beautiful it is, and maybe I'll come back. And I would like to extend an invitation to everybody here. Whenever a funeral takes place in a parish, don't think that because you don't know the person you shouldn't come. A funeral is always a public prayer of the church. Come along and just pray. And that's a great support in itself. Express in that way sympathy for the loss and also prayer for the one who's died. And even come to the luncheon afterwards. You don't need an invitation. Just come. As a parishioner, you have a right to be present. Come along and mingle. And maybe you might see someone who you know but hasn't been to church for a while and you could extend an invitation to them. Or you see someone you don't know and you want to extend an invitation to them. These are things that each one of us can do. I'm, I, I, lo- I love it the way seeing how young people are doing evangelization in their own way. There was a young girl here at Mass yesterday She's an, a parishioner of Ishpeming Some of the people who went to the March for Life might rem- remember her, Ashley And uh, I met her at Father Shalonsen's funeral on Friday And she, she came here on Saturday She's actually very interested in coming to our Faith Formation Program on Sunday evening But she told me after Mass how she's writing about her experiences of the March for Life For a, a youth group that she's a member of, not a Catholic youth group and she's been told by the leader to tone it down a little bit, make it less political By which, of course, the youth leader means, you know, make it less, less pro-life because he's pro-choice See? But she's determined to express her opinions uh, in, in that writing And isn't the youth the time when one can be opinionated and say what one thinks without caring what other people think? Or there are others, including Prishna here, using Facebook to put out a positive message every day and something that might fill people with a little bit of faith and hope and charity. These are ways of engaging in the new evangelization. So as we receive our Lord today, receive him as those burning coals with which purified the lips of, uh, of Isaiah. Pray that he may burn within you just as the hearts of the apostles burnt on the way to Emmaus when our Lord was explaining these scriptures to them, even though they didn't recognize it was our Lord, did not our hearts burn within us? May the Lord burn within each one of us today and purify us and cleanse us through his sacramental presence within us. May he call us, whom shall I send? And may we, hear, may we respond, here I am Lord, send me.